Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, episode number 26, with Kate Biggs from Thrive, Empowering Clergy Spouses. It's very important in the beginning to not feel like you're alone. You can go through experiences and think you're the only one that has these feelings. You're the only one that's experiencing this fishbowl. And until you connect with those fellow clergy spouses, you might feel like you're the first person that's ever had to deal with a rough situation. Hey, this is Matt Lipan from one of Indiana's newest chartered United Methodist Churches, Gateway Community Church here in Indianapolis. You are connecting with Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, doing all the good we can. Welcome to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes that a strong connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to achieving the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The Hoosier United Methodist Podcast will help you and your church connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from successful pastors and people making a difference in United Methodist Churches in Indiana. And now, here's Brad. Hello again, good people, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. That's me. I'm Brad. So glad that you're with us here today on the podcast where we look to strengthen the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana for the express purpose of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. That's what we're all about here. We lift up the stories and the people and and the churches and the the organizations, the mission projects, which uh, we are involved with here in Indiana that uh, strengthen the connection. And so that's what we're we're looking looking to do. One part of our church life, which sometimes gets overlooked, but is absolutely vital, it is to me at least, and I think it is to many of us, is the life and the health and the vitality and the contribution of clergy spouses. I know in my life, my my wife Debbie is my rock and my foundation. Uh, We have been married uh, 25 years next month. In fact, we're going on a great trip uh, for our anniversary to California, driving the Pacific Coast Highway. Really looking forward to to that. I'm going to see the Redwoods and San Francisco and the Hollywood sign and and, uh, all that good stuff. And she deserves it. And we're celebrating our marriage. But she has been with me every step of the way for the last 25 years in my ministry in several different churches. And a lot of that's been great times in the church. But, you know, there's been some some challenges, too. She's uh, been instrumental in raising our three kids during that uh, period of time. And they're all adults now and doing well. Uh, And yet she's did that in a parsonage home did that in the home where there is uh, challenges in marriage and family and dealing with church folks and volunteerism and singing in the choir and and teaching Sunday school and child care issues and and various issues that she's been involved with, uh, uh, women's ministry groups. She's been involved every step of the way and very integral part of what I do 
but it's, it's part of a partnership and a team in many ways. But you know, there's certain pressures to go along with that, aren't there? Those of us who are clergy and who are married have I know that there is a really vital role that spouses uh, play, and that interchange, the, the 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 navigating the trickiness of a church relationship for clergy spouses is something that we need to talk about and we need to deal with. That's a, that's the focus of our guest here today on episode number 26 of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast. It is a real a privilege to have Kate Biggs with us. Kate is with Thrive, which is the organization in the, in the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church, which empowers clergy spouses. Because she knows and this organization knows that there are many unique challenges that come out of this, the dynamic of a clergy spouse and all the things I just talked about with my wife, Debbie, certainly are some of the things that the Thrive Group is dealing with. They have a tradition of having a yearly retreat called a refresher, but now Thrive has evolved to do a lot more things that have to do with the care and the and the support and the, the nurture and the, uh, the dynamics of the clergy spouse experience. Uh, that what they what uh, Kate likes to call uh, and their group likes to call living in the fishbowl. They've established a Facebook group, for instance, for, uh, for with uh, with uh, privacy uh, filters for uh, their group to be have share confidential uh, confidential information. They are coming together for advice and encouragement and prayer and and for retreats and things like that. And uh, they are really devoted to God and to the church, but they are also devoted to their to their spouses, their spouses who are the clergy, and to the church. And they have these, you know, some of this these tensions and some of these things that go into their life of ministry. And uh, and we deserve to give that some some attention here on the Hoosier United Methodist podcast. It's all about getting connected is what uh, Kate has to say. And we're going to hear from her in just a minute and uh, as we have a great conversation with her. We want you to know that the Hoosier United Methodist podcast supports Mission Guatemala, a mission in the country of Guatemala directed by Tom Heaton. And we encourage you to go to missionguatemala.com and check out that mission project. There's lots of great stuff going on there. And um, and you can, you know, mission trips is one of the best things that you can do. We've got some friends recently come back from there. Just great stories to tell. Go check out Mission Guatemala. Right now, our focus is on clergy spouses. Our special guest, Kate Biggs from Thrive. Let's get into the interview with Kate right now. Our guest today is Kate Biggs, and Kate is uh, involved with Thrive, which is the group that's encouraging and empowering clergy spouses. And uh, we're glad to have Kate with us. Kate, uh, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about Thrive. Okay, well, Thrive is a group that is meant to encourage and empower spouses. We are a group of clergy spouses, and our group is to um, our group's purpose is to help each other. Um, being a clergy spouse is a very unique way of life, and can present many challenges. And we try to lift each other up through that process. It seems to me that I'm uh, that this is a relatively new group. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the history of the group and kind of what precipitated it, what caused this to happen, who got this thing together? 
the group has actually been around for a while. It was, um, it came out of a group that um, was part of the South Conference, and they would have refreshers, which was a retreat. It was usually a during-the-week retreat, uh, way back when it was not clergy spouses, it was clergy wives, and it was... Um, it was something for just to support fellow clergy spouses. Uh, it's evolved over the years, and now we have changed our name to Thrive to reflect what we want to do. We want to thrive in our relationships with Jesus Christ. And um, now that we're all one conference, we cover all of Indiana, and we're trying to branch out. It was pretty much a retreat planning group. We are trying to branch out and offer more than just one retreat once a year. We're trying to be more supportive than just that. So part of your issue is to be supportive of clergy spouses, it sounds like. What are some of the particular issues that are arising that need support, need to be addressed, that may be uh, sort of unique for clergy spouses? Well, I would say one of the main ways that we support each other, especially this time of year, is moves. Um, We move a lot as clergy spouses, and that affects the whole family. And it's hard for some people who don't live this lifestyle to relate to that. There are a lot of challenges in moving so often, especially if you have children and um, trying to make new friends when you move, and that's hard when you're going to a new church. So right now, especially, we're trying to support each other through our moves. Um, We call it living in the (laughs) fishbowl. We're very visible, and um, sometimes people can kind of hold the clergy's family up on a pedestal, and it's hard to live up to that. We're just... We're just people like anybody else. We're trying to live our Christian lives and walk our walk and do the best we can just like anybody else. Kate, Kent, tell me about a time that somehow or another that you've observed or experienced how Thrive has been uh, helpful, maybe an example of how that's been helpful either to yourself or to someone in your group where there may have been some particular issue or crisis or something that's come up where the fellowship and the camaraderie of your group has been a helpful source. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, we have a Facebook group that is only for clergy spouses of the Indiana Conference. And even recently we've had, um, you know, a clergy spouse post something on there, you know, you know, an issue they ran into um, where maybe some, some members of the congregation were not really being very supportive and kind of being critical. And you can't really go then talk to somebody else in the congregation about that as the clergy spouse. you got to have somebody to talk to. So they posted their problem on our closed group, you know, to kind of say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And you get all sorts of advice and encouragement and prayer support through that Facebook group. And, I mean, you as soon as you post something, you're going to get, you know, 50 people praying for you. And that's very powerful. So a sense of some confidentiality and also a safe place in order for you to process some of the particular issues that, that you're going through. Tell me about the uh, the actual clergy, uh, your husband and others, or other clergy, the actual clergy. How have they responded to the formation of this group? How is that dynamic going in, in those relationships? 
this seems to be going really well. We uh, a lot of times have to reach out to the clergy because um, we don't really have one central location to reach all of those clergy spouses. So we have to go through the clergy to get to the spouse a lot of times. So we recently did a, um, a mailing to all of the clergy and you know said, hey, could you please pass this mailing on to your spouse, encourage them to look into the group to get the support that they might need. Kate, one of the things we've said in our annual conference and really throughout the whole United Methodist Church that our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Tell me a little bit how you think perhaps, even though this is a support group for clergy spouses, how this might be a means by which that mission can be accomplished. Well, I can say that we, as we support each other um, as spouses to walk our own personal walks, a lot of our clergy spouses are actually even considering going into the ministry themselves. And I think you need a lot of support <laughs> to do that. You need a lot of encouragement. You need a lot of prayer. And I think if, if some of our spouses end up being pastors, um, local lay leaders, things like that, it's really exciting to me because that's what those people are going to be doing. They're going to be going out and making disciples. And I, I think that's a great thing. It sounds to me like you have designed Thrive to be a group that is more supportive and encouraging rather than just kind of a gripe session, as sometimes things that start off as some sort of supportive can, can go. Is there some sort of accountability when you're within your group to help this be a, a, an organization that provides positive support without dissolving into something that's nonproductive? Sure, yeah. We definitely um, try to focus, especially at our retreat. It's the one time a year that, that a whole bunch of us get together, and we try to keep that upbeat. Uh, we do have, during our retreat, um, time set aside that's kind of, you know, downtime. And that's a good time for people to get one-on-one -on -one with each other and say, hey, in our bigger session, it sounded like you, you had some issues you were dealing with. I'll sit down and talk to you about that. You know, to have that kind of one-on-one -on -one support for somebody who may be struggling and going through a rough rough time. So you provided some of the networking that's enabled some one-on-one -on -one relationships to, take, to go a little deeper, perhaps, outside of the actual structure of your meetings and retreats and so on. Is that right? right. Kate, uh, one or two other things, and I'll let you go here. Um, let's just say that um, that you have a message to give to a potential clergy spouse, maybe someone who's engaged or something like this, or someone in seminary or something along that line. What kind of encouragement or advice or something that could be uh, an eye-opener that could you give to that potential clergy spouse about going into this this unique world of being a clergy, uh, a clergy couple? I would say get connected. It's very important in the beginning to not feel like you're alone. You can go through experiences and think you're the only one that has these feelings. You're the only one that's experiencing this fishbowl. And until you connect with those fellow clergy spouses, you might feel like you're the first person that's ever had to deal with a rough situation. And that connection really kind of helps normalize things. And you can get connected to those spouses who've been living this life for 40 years. And they know the ups and the downs and the good times and the bad times. And I think that connection has blessed me infinitely. And uh, I think that, that trying to go alone it is not the way to do it. You've got to get connected. Very good.
good. So connection is the key, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tell us was one more thing. I always like to find out what is one fun thing that you like to do either with your spouse or your family or something like that. What is something fun and unique, that, or maybe not unique, but something fun you like to do with your family? Uh, we love to go bowling. That's a great thing that we love to do. And just recently we went to the Indianapolis Children's Museum, and that I think is one of the most fun places in the world. So that's what that's what we love. Cool. That's that's great to hear. Well, tell us and then uh, tell us a bit what town you're from and who your spouse is, and then uh, how people can get connected to Thrive. Sure. Um, we are in Fairland, and there are actually it's a small town, but we actually have two United Methodist churches in Fairland. We are at New Life United Methodist in Fairland, which is right down the road from the Indiana Grand Casino. And uh, my husband's name is Ben Biggs. He's the head pastor there, and um, We've been at this for about mm, five or six years now. Mm-hmm. And if folks want to get connected somehow to Thrive, how can they do that? Okay, several ways. As part of the Indiana, the INUMC.org website, you can go to INUMC.org slash clergy spouses. And also on Facebook, this is one of the best things we have, a closed group on Facebook. It is Indiana UMC Clergy Spouses. Well, great. And we'll put the specifics about that in our show notes as well at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com. Our guest today has been Kate Biggs with Thrive, which is encouraging and empowering clergy spouses. Biggs, who shared with us just some great information about Thrive, the organization that has really come together, really rose up from the need that was there among many clergy spouses to be supportive of one another and find confidential places where they could connect. I hope that you heard that uh, phrase used a few times there by Kate, that it's so important to get connected, to know that you're not alone. That this experience that many clergy spouses have, that's kind of unique to this experience of being a clergy spouse, that they're not, that they are not unique. I mean, there's other people going through things as well. And for the advice and encouragement that you can get from this, I just really would commend it to, to you. If you're a clergy person listening to, to this, tell your spouse about the Thrive Group. And if you're a, another, if you're a lay person listening to, uh, to my voice today, uh, please encourage the spouse of your uh, of your pastor to get involved with Thrive or find some means to get connected in some healthy ways in the church. And though you you church folks, please don't forget to support your pastor and his or her spouse. Do some special special things. Take them out for for lunch. Get a, a gift. Just a thank you note might go a long ways. So these are some of the things that that we can do to be supportive of our spouses. I'll just say a quick word that I'm so, so so thankful for my spouse, Debbie. She has been incredibly supportive of my ministry, and I'm thankful to her. Say thank you to a clergy spouse. Well, that's uh, about going to wrap things up for this uh, edition of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Meller. We're glad that you've been with us. We want you to know that this podcast is all about strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church in Indiana to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And we want you to participate in telling that good news story.
You can always contact us through our website, HoosierUnitedMethodist.com. But we also encourage you to spread the good news by going to iTunes and searching for us there in the search field and then subscribing to the podcast and rating the podcast. Give us a five-star rating if you think we redeem it. And then give us a review. That's just a line or two review in the review section. That really helps other people find us. We'd appreciate you doing that and perhaps posting about about the uh, podcast on your uh, social media, your Facebook pages and Twitter and so on and Pinterest and so on. So the word can get out and share that among others. We're also always looking for good news stories or stories that show the connection in the United Methodist Church in our state. Uh, in the future, we hope to have a series of roundtable podcasts with younger clergy and women clergy and other groups as well, where three or four pastors or three or four people get together and we have a roundtable conversation. Open to all kinds of new ideas as we come together because we're all about strengthening the church there's a lot of dynamics going on in the church right now but we need to come together and to strengthen who we are as united methodist christians in order to extend ourselves into the kingdom to be a means by which people can come to know jesus christ and we've got to come together on this and not be divisive because it's in the, in the words of our founder john wesley we need to continue to do all the good we can That's it for episode 26 of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. It's been great to be with you. We'll see you next time, good people. Thank you for listening to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. We challenge you to be an active listener by subscribing and becoming a vital member of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast community. Visit us on the web at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com and chat with other members at Facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Until next time, continue to make disciples and transform the world.